0: Welcome to the Lotco Business Podcast, a show all about helping you as a retailer, brand or creative, understand the actual business side of running your business. I offer straightforward practical advice about the nitty gritty of making money from your creative passion. We will be covering bite-sized business and marketing lessons, as well as interviews with experts and trailblazers in the fashion, homewares and design industries. My name is Melissa Robbins. I'm a business coach, color-loving, non-coffee-drinking Melbourneian. Let's get into it. Hello and welcome to today's episode. My name is Melissa Robbins. I am a business coach, guide, mentor, consultant, um, all of the above, helping product-based businesses build a profitable product business. Now, when I say that, I really mean that Key is that profitable because I've been in business for over twenty five years. Um, had different types of businesses within that in that time. Had a product business. Had a brand. Had a retail store. Um, had multiple startup brands. You know, just smaller ones that I did on this as side hustles. Also have worked for bigger corporations, and then also done lots of lecturing, teaching, coaching in that time. All in product based businesses. And the last five years, I have worked with. um, hundreds and hundreds of brands. I can't even actually, don't actually know how many exactly. But on how to build their product business and how to make sure that they're focusing on the right things at the right time. So that is a big thing in terms of whether you're a startup, whether you've been going three years, whether you've been going 10 years or 25 years, I've got clients um, who've been going that long, you know, what are you focusing on? What are you doing now? What What's changed? What can you evolve? How can you, you know, what, you, what can you focus on in your business that's going to be the best next thing for you? So I love working with all the different types of businesses that I work with, whether it's artists, whether it's retail stores, whether it's, you know, a new beauty brand, furniture, homewares, all the different things in between. Um, it's so exciting for me and I love having that opportunity to do that. So if that's something that you have, um, then love it that you're here, um, love it that you're learning, love it that you're taking the time to invest in your business, invest in your learning, your understanding and yeah hopefully improve your business um, along the way. So i um, sorry about that long intro today but let's get into what today's episode is all about. What we are talking about today is customer retention strategies. So that sounds a bit boring in corporate, doesn't it? But what we're here is like, how do you get Keith's customers coming back again and again and again? How do you get them to have a really high lifetime value, that LTV number, that um, acronym that I talk about occasionally? How do we? boost that how do we keep customers you know how do we get them to be loyal long-term customers how do we get them to you know talk about you as a brand and share the share the love and share the word about who you are how do you you know maintain that so In previous episodes, you might've heard me talk about the customer retention rate. So that is that website tracking that you can see, you know, who's coming back again and again, but maybe it's something that, you know, um, separately from whether it's, you know, other data that you've captured or whether it is something that in your retail store, you notice what's going on that, yeah, they're your best customers, what we're all about is, you know, trying to keep the customers we already have and then also um, focusing on how to build them into long-term fans. All right. So let's just talk about some strategies. Um, I'm not sure exactly how many I've got here today, but I'm just going to go through some ways that you can boost your customer attention so that you're not always having to find new customers. Now, that is obviously an element of what you should be doing all the time anyway, because there's going to be customers who come and go. But um, we want to keep the customers we have for as long as possible, because day this day and age, it is really expensive to acquire new customers. That other acronym I talk about, CAC, the um, customer acquisition cost is getting higher and higher all the time. So um, we want to make sure that when we've got the customers, how do we keep them um, you know, around for longer? All right. Number one is to consider the customer journey that they're going on. Every touch point that they have with your business, how how do you treat it? How do you service people when they, you know, when they first find out about your brand or your website or your Instagram um, you know what's the experience that they have with you they, you've gone viral on TikTok you know what's then the next step for them what do they see when they've seen that video is it all cohesive between you know your TikTok between your um, Instagram between your website between anything else emails that you might send out to customers what is that journey like for them do you keep make it as smooth as possible do you do you consider the cohesiveness of all the communication that you put out and making sure that you've, you know, you've really tried to keep that consistent. So what's your brand voice? What's the way you speak? What language do you use? Does it sound like it's coming from the same person in all those different touch points that you have? Number two is, providing exceptional customer service. you know, do you make it easy for them? Do you make it smooth when they purchase from you? Um, if they have a question, do you make it smooth that you answer in, in you know a timely reply? If you've got they've got frequently asked questions, is that information on your website for them to be able to track and find out easily? Um, you know what are you how smooth and easy do you make it for your customers? One of my client, one of my friends' um, friends' clients, um, is has a ceramics business, and she, you know, spends a little bit more on her delivery for the products to her customers because she knows that that is exceptional customer service. So they're not getting annoyed about the delivery service that they're receiving from her so she pays a little bit more for each delivery because she knows that it is a smoother process for the customers and because she knows that um, there's less issues with that particular um, you know delivery service so that is one way that she's considering and you know thinking about that journey that the customer has and the experience that they have with her brand do you surprise and delight your customers? Um, and I again, I'll talk between, flick between wholesale and direct-to-consumer because that's what I work, all those in those different areas. How do you surprise and delight customers? Do you send, you know, an extra little um, thingy sample in the delivery or do you put a piece of chocolate or a lollipop in your wholesale delivery that you're sending out to your customers? What do you do just to, you know, give that element of, oh, that was lovely. Oh, that's so beautiful. I love that, you know, I love that touch that they've added. Is it a card? Is it a ribbon? What is the process that you use to surprise and delight your customers? Is it an extra thank you email that you're sending out? What can you do to surprise and delight your customers? And tying into that is like, do you go above and beyond? Like, do you really, you know, care about your customers and the experience that they have? I know that being in this business, you get exhausted from the things that go wrong and the things that um, don't work out. But, you know, if you can make that experience like what's it, um, the saying, catch more bees with honey. I used to talk to my sister about that <laughs> in terms of, you know, like you've just got to be as nice as possible and lead with um, kindness, lead with assuming that, you know, they're not trying to be annoying this customer, lead with um that you're going to go above and beyond for to service these people. So it's really important that you can do that or try and do that as much as possible. And if you're not the best person to be answering emails because you're irritated about something else, then don't answer your customer service emails and maybe get someone else who um, doesn't have that emotional attachment to things as much as you might do. I heard someone talk about that the other day and I was like, so true. Sometimes you're not the best person to be answering those emails if something's gone wrong with a customer so go above and beyond because that's something people remember that's something the experience people will um take away with them as the saying is as well it's not um what is it so the saying um Maya Maya Angelou is I've learned that people will forget what you said people will forget what you did but people will never forget how you made them feel all right so next is do you keep in contact with them do you send regular emails, do you thank them and say, you know, thanks for being a loyal supporter and loyal customer? Do you send service, you know, emails? And when I say service, I mean not just selling emails to your customers, only sending them something, you know, when you've got something to sell or a new promotion in every month or something. How do you service them and help them and um, send them information that's inspirational? It's information that helps them, you know, be a part of your community or, you know, where you live locally if you're a retail store. How do you keep in contact with your customers? Because that's really important way to make sure that your customer re- return rate is high. When I see that number on website analytics and I see it's low I say how often do you email your customers like that's one of the first things I can tell by looking at a low customer return rate and obviously sometimes that depends on your product like if you sell couches you're probably not going to have customers come back that often because they don't need um, a new sofa every three weeks but um, it is definitely something to, to consider do you care about your customers now that might seem a silly question to ask but um, do you actually care about each individual sale? Are you thankful and show gratitude for every sale that comes into your business? You know, do you express that whether it's physically, um, you know, saying those things or whether it's you actually, you know, writing emails or even just thinking about it? Do you care about the customer or is it all just about, you know, getting that extra sale? So that's just something to think about there, like, you know, do you actually care when people place that order of how it gets to them, how their experience is, whether it's been positive or not, or whether it's been useful or not? So do you care about your customers? Do you help your customer? So do you, again, make it easy for them to um, order something from you? Do you make it easy for them to, you know, return things if it's not right? Do you give all that information up front so you don't have to get, you know, asked about that? Do you care about the journey that they're going on with you as a brand? So really important that you consider each customer on their own, you know, individual merit, like if you care about every time that someone purchases from you and that they have a lovely experience. I've seen again and again too that, you know, I'll go through with customers, you know, on their, sorry, with clients, on their, Um, database and I can see you know who are your best customers let's have a look at that you know and can they sort of go well yeah I know my top five customers are these people they're just amazing so do you care about them like do you ever send them something that's just hey you're really important to me and I love um, that you you know have supported me for three years thank you so much can you send them something as a you know rewarding their next order or if they have an order for a little while can you send them a little you know um, gift with purchase or a, a discount Code off a certain for a certain period of time. So really caring about those individual customers or your you know your VIP customers and really taking note of who they are and how you can service them more. Do you engage and talk back to your customers? Do you you know have interactions with them? Do you reply if they've you know got queries and stuff? Um, people take note of that stuff. Like whenever I'm on a website and I see someone has asked, hey, you know, does that come in a I don't know size? whatever and I see that customers haven't replied or stores or brands I'm like oh they haven't even replied to that person. I think that's a bit bit rude um, or if I see you know other people just haven't replied to people, if you're in this industry that you are selling products and you need to service your customers and reply to every single question that comes out. Sometimes you can have automation set up, like on Facebook, you could have automations that, you know, every time someone asks a certain question, you can direct them to a frequently asked questions. So there's things that you can set up if you've got that sort of, um, you know, business where people are always wanting to um, know more or ask more as well. So engage and talk back to your customers. Doesn't not just on social, but maybe email occasionally if that's relevant as well. Do you apologize if you make a mistake? Do you own up and say, look, I'm really sorry that, um, you know, didn't go well there. Something went wrong. I'm so sorry about that. Here's something to, you know, compensate you. Or, you know, if if your website was down, do you make that apology just a public apology? Like, oh, my gosh, so sorry. This is what's happened. Um, you know, we'll do better next time. Do you ever do that? That really shows that you're humble enough to sort of go, okay, it's okay, everyone makes mistakes, you know, sorry about that. This is what we're going to do next time to repair it. Capitalise on social proof so do you, you do that like do you showcase other people like share other people's reviews if you've got heaps of user-generated content on your um, social media do you reshare that do you share when people have used your product and they've taken the time to actually post about it and tag you in it like sharing that information is so valuable as a customer because they're like oh, they really actually care about you know me and what I've put out there and they're willing to share that with everyone I love that might be on your stories doesn't have to be on your actual feed how can you actually if someone shared a review can you screenshot and share it you know and talk about that so really capitalizing on people who are willing to give you that social proof and put it out there and you know showcasing it to everyone else as well using that on your website please do that if you haven't already got a review app set up make sure that you have something that is yeah, showcase in what people are talking about, um, your brand or your product or your service. So that's really important. If you can, ideally do things like, you know, build that community, you build that community feel. Do you have events? Do you have pop-ups? Do you have special things taking place? Do you do things to really excite and engage your customers? One one I'm think one brand I'm thinking about is something like Trinity. Um Trinity London. So she does amazing pop ups and she has such a tribe of fans and loyal followers who will you know go to bat for her and talk about the product and sh- and be brand ambassadors for for that brand product as well so do you can you build that can you generate that community what can you do to sort of work on that as well and one big thing as well which i see sometimes people get stale on this or they take too long in between but always to keep evolving and offering new products or new categories or new colors or new price points or, you know, what can you do to keep evolving? Is it that you're redoing your, um, you know, your website? Is the homepage being updated every couple of months or have you got new things going on? So always evolving, always changing like not changing is you know huge big changes that need to take place but are you always staying ahead of the curve so do you look at what your product mix is and think oh okay let's you know maybe we need a new category in here maybe we need to drop off some old ones and bring some fresh new um, things into place you know is that category getting a bit stale so maybe we need to add a different thing to our range it doesn't always have to be something you sell, like maybe it's a collaboration that you do, maybe it's something personalized that you do. How can you continually evolve, continually offer something new and fresh um, for your customers so they keep coming back for more and again and again? Can you add a subscription service? You know, like if you've got something like consumable, like candles or beauty, what sort of subscription offer can you have so that people you take the Difficulty or, or the purchasing decision away from them in terms of they don't have to come back and you know click that they want that again. Can you offer a subscription so they get a repeat or renew um, of their um, you know the product that you have every couple of months, or do they get every month you know a flower subscription or something like that? What can you do to really boost that? customers coming back again and again you staying top of mind so that they know that they you're the person who has that product or solves that problem how can you stay top of mind service your customers really build that community around you know what you do and that you have that gratitude and love for your customers so they will keep coming back for more and more and they will remain loyal to you So what can you do? I hope I don't even know how many things I've listed here today. I haven't actually counted today. So I hope that that's been helpful though. And you can take one element, two, three, five, whatever, you know, it might be and apply some of them to your business or have a little. You know, take stock of what you're doing, and think about if you are, you know, really making that customer journey as smooth as possible. If you're going above and beyond, if you're the right person for to, you know, answering those customer emails, what can you do in your business to make a few tweaks, make a few changes to really boost that customer retention rate and to have customers coming back once they find you, that they stay with you long term and they come back again and again and again and they tell other people about you as well. That would be ideal. So. I hope that's helped. Um, I love sharing new things with you each week. I would love feedback on what is the things that you love? What do you love hearing about? What's been the most helpful? I would so appreciate that. And if you have the opportunity, please, to, um, please write a review. That would be so helpful. And you know, share with other people who you think this might be of benefit to as well. Thank you so much. I look forward to um, hearing your responses and I'll speak with you soon. Thank you so much for listening to the Lotco Business Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please make sure you subscribe to receive future episodes as they are released. And I'd be so, so grateful for a review on Apple Podcast. If you would like a copy of the show notes or any of the links mentioned today, please jump onto my website at thelotco.com.au forward slash podcast. Have an amazing week and I look forward to chatting to you again soon.